0: I'm not gonna fix my feet, 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 I'm not (laughs) I'm not gonna fix my feet, 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 I'm not Welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast. Yay! I'd like to welcome you to episode number 25, if you can believe it. Yes, 25 episodes of this fine bite cast that Simon and I have done. And speaking of which, my co-host, my cohort, Simon C. Come on on aboard, there, my friend.
1: What up, everybody?
0: What's up? How you doing, buddy?
1: Doing well. How are you?
0: Rock on, rock on. 25 episodes.
1: Get yeah 20, i know 25 episodes 25 yeah
0: how have we been able to tolerate each other that long i don't oh know my god, i don't know either
1: i don't know but uh 20 the 25th episode is your last episode Oh, no! Trying to find someone a little bit different you know, yeah I'm god thanks dad appreciate that, Jeez, I'm just that kidding. Special. i'm just I kidding no you're not lies
0: yeah. i can tell <laughs> good Indeed. deal good deal good deal all right well why don't we get started with our stories of the day and we'll go from there
1: absolutely right. go ahead up Jeff. first
0: we have microsoft scrapping passwords ladies and gentlemen even i can't believe this is actually happening it has come to fruition i would imagine um Simon here being it, being an it professional that this absolutely flies in the face of any kind of security that you and I are, are familiar with. And, um, good God, I, I don't even know what else to say about it, but maybe this works. Maybe it doesn't. I mean, right now it, there's, there's a lot of people that use it. I'll, I'll tell you all about it. So Microsoft is now allowing you to scrap your password for outlook out Xbox and other online services. Uh, so, Biometric security keys and authenticator apps are letting tech companies try to bypass the flaws of a password-based login, which is, you know, you hear about the server, you know, uh, breaches all the time, Yeah, information gets stolen, passwords (laughs) taken, who knows what. So, last week, Microsoft opened up a new way to authenticate into Outlook.com, Xbox Live, OneDrive, and Skype, and in turn allow you to remove your password from the system. I'm still trying Mm. to get my head around. I know. I'm still trying to get my head around this. This idea has been around for a few years during that time. And some 200 million Microsoft users have actually gone ahead and done this, which blew my mind, too. Uh, Now, doing this uh, now means that uh, that your sole means of logging in will be using some combination of either hardware security keys, biometrics like fingerprints and uh, uh, Windows Hello face recognition, uh, email codes, and the Microsoft Authenticator app, which does run on Android and iPhone. So good for that. That's Um, good. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, other Authenticator apps like Authy or Google Authenticator, and I can also speak for uh, Duo Mobile as well, uh, won't work with the QR code format that Microsoft uses to enable the passwordless accounts, which really sucks. I'm not thrilled about that personally. Can you
1: just type it in manually? Type in which what? the usually it's either a QR code or you can type in the information manually on like your authenticator app. Um,
0: yes, but the way that part of it works is that it generates a number, but if, if your authenticator app isn't reading the QR code correctly or can't read it or refuses to read it, you kind of get stuck, but you know what? I haven't quite tried it necessarily that way. I was trying to get some other ways in a more automated fashion. Now, When you think about it, removing your password can increase the security of your account, which Mm -hmm. arguably is very counterintuitive because the reason why is that if a hacker gets a hold of your password, as you know, if you're like most people, you use the same password for other accounts, which means that you are now hacked or more specifically, you are now more vulnerable. So if your password gets hacked on one system, chances are other systems are now vulnerable because you're probably using the same password for it, right? So in short, it's kind of like enabling a two-factor authentication or 2FA, but you're not using uh, SMS or text-based messaging to get the key to you, which is kind of cool. Um, that's
1: nice. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I know you got a good thing about that. that. Too, yeah, I know. That you got version a version of 2FA. <laughs> well, they could also just easily email you the, 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 the password, but the problem is that if you're using you know, your email um, and any password that also happens to be your email password, you've really screwed yourself. So you know, yeah. there's a lot of ways. Or, or go about a
1: weak email password. Right. you're you're really screwed. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. God. So now I did actually try this myself and I do have Skype and I wasn't quite able to get this to work properly. Now I didn't use Microsoft Authenticator. So I use Duo mobile, as I mentioned before, because that's actually one that I use for Instagram and, and some other stuff. Um, and, Interestingly enough, it did scan the QR code so it could create a profile inside of it. And then when I logged into the Skype program, not the web-based version, like the actual program I have installed here, it would keep sending me authentication keys to my email instead of mm-hmm. asking for my dual mobile key. So unfortunately, it, it comes across to me as being still be very in-house, uh, which is bad. I, at least I, I, I'm not a big fan of that myself. It should actually be allow you to open up to other...
1: Yeah, authenticator, Auth-
0: authenticator programs and whatnot so that you get a wider spread i mean if i'm only using skype which i'm not using microsoft for pretty much anything else except yeah. for skype you know i mean granted worst case scenario i could just drop skype and just move on with my life and use other stuff like discord you know well
1: i mean but there's other services too besides well, exactly skype, you know oh, the yeah, no, yeah there's you yeah.
0: know what's that
1: outlook you know, your office 365
0: well, right, right. But if you're using yeah. non-Microsoft stuff, there's plenty of alternates out there. So you could just drop
1: Microsoft. No, overall. I mean, for for the Authenticator app. Mm. Now, if you need to use Microsoft services for work or even your own personal life, and right, you, right. Wa- you don't want to use Microsoft Authenticator app, you want to use something else. You know, that's right. kind of stupid.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's kind of unfortunate they're limiting it that way. But... That's what they're doing.
1: I mean, so there's, there's always some stupid thing that everyone has, right? Just one <laughs> little like, thing. Just one thing. It's thing gonna out. be perfect, but then this one little dumb thing that they yeah, implement, right. which really <laughs> gonna turn people off.
0: Yeah, no, that's what.
1: That use other authenticator apps.
0: Yeah, I mean they should open that up to it. But right now, if you got Microsoft Authenticator, you you should be able to get in passwordless and all that cool stuff so basically it, basically it's like forcing two fa you can choose to do it you just have to log into your your live.com yeah. your microsoft account to do it you go to the advanced security area you pop that sucker on um it'll re-authenticate you or something nuts like that and then you should be able to go ahead and do it but the qr code is only readable by microsoft authenticator which really stinks but
1: boo yeah, yeah. Boom. Fix it, Microsoft. Fix this.
0: <laughs> Fix it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. But I thought that was kind of wild and cool. And I know, like, as an IT guy yourself, and you know, me as a, as a former tech rep and whatnot, not having a password is like, yeah, wow, okay. But it's also a problem. It's also a, a, a source of hacking, you know. And yeah. You know, m- maybe, maybe, maybe they could do this to email, which would be super cool to authenticate into your email. And that would just make life a lot easier and simpler that way. Because if your email gets hacked, you get screwed, you know, for for spamming and uh, all sorts of other jazz about that. Yeah.
1: God, think well, about that. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's hard to get two fa. It's not hard to enable it. It's hard to get people to use it. It's hard to get right. people to enable it and then use it.
0: Right, right. You know,
1: that's the hard part. It's yeah. At uh, well, the end, it's what, always about the end user. Like yeah. You know, yeah,
0: how smart is the end user? Not, Not theory, how
1: smart, but... it's more like <clears throat> will they be will this be a inconvenience for them?
0: Exactly. That's yeah. always what it is. Oh, I know. It always comes out of
1: that. Because you know, if it's like, oh now I need to log in, then I need to get I need to open my phone, open this app, get the code every single yeah. time, or like every other time they ask, it's like yeah, that's annoying. I'm just just gonna turn off two FA.
0: Yeah. Well, what's even worse? I mean, what's even worse is that people get inconvenienced. Oh, I have to change my password again. It's been six months. Yeah. I'm like, wow, six months. Holy God, you know? And it is a pain in the butt. I'll be the first to admit that. Oh yeah, definitely pain in the butt. But it's the nature of what it is. But yeah, you force this. All you have to do is just throw in your throw in your login, throw in the the six digit code or whatever digit code it is to to, use to you know to use this. You're in, and that's it. You're done. I agree.
1: I agree. So, but you know, it's hard to implement it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But hey, they've got 200 million users, which is pretty good. Let's see if we can get the rest of them. We'll go from there. But yeah, let's let's not force it to just Microsoft Authenticator. Let's use it for all the authenticators. Problem solved right there.
1: All right. Let's move on to our next story. Next story, Jeff. All right. We'll still continue with you.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. And and it's always about Bitcoin and and all that good stuff that goes with (laughs) it.
1: Don't don't talk. We're talking about Bitcoin. We're not really experts at it. Just letting everyone know we're not experts in this. It.
0: Just reading the articles. I'm, I'm the messenger, whatever you want to call me. It's 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 pretty nuts. All right, so Bitcoin mining produces tons of e-waste. Okay, so it is the estimate of several scientists, a couple of scientists, that the e-waste created by miners of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency produce nearly thirty-one thousand tons of e-waste every year all right so basically every transaction creates um um, around 9.5 ounces of e-waste now to give you a sense of comparison here an iphone 13 weighs just over six ounces so about one and a half iphones per transaction is created as e-waste to give you an idea as to like how much is used um, now, apart from the e-waste, the focus is also on the volume of electricity uh, that is used to do all this stuff. Uh, and actually apparently the the amount of electricity that is used is uh, more than what is used on the Philippines and the nation of the Philippines, and the amount of greenhouse g- uh, gas pollution as well. It is estimated that the devices that mine Bitcoin have a lifespan of about one point two nine years. Thus, the amount of e-waste produced is comparable to to the, quote, small it and telecommunication equipment and end quote waste of a country like the netherlands okay try to sink that in for a minute as like literally how many servers silicon boards memory chips all that stuff gets put up gets put out to pasture yearly think about that for a minute and it's about the size of what what is used in the netherlands overall think about that for a minute. Now. The bigger cost here is the cost of the electricity, which, as you might imagine, is a key expense to keep all these servers running. Uh, Bitcoin miners are constantly looking for uh, more efficient processors. Uh, When Avenue is a highly specialized chip called the Application-Specific Integrated Circuits, or ASICs. Now, these chips may sound promising. (laughs) However, these ASICs cannot be, quote, repurposed for another task or even another type of cryptocurrency mining algorithm, end quote. And with the global chip shortage in effect, the rapid, quote, cycling through millions of mining devices may disrupt the global supply chain of various other electronic devices, end quote. Now, these scientists have suggested that one solution to the e-waste problem would be for Bitcoin to change the way transactions are verified by using a different and less uh, computing-intensive system. Although I thought that was the point because it's supposed to be cryptocurrency, very uh, uh, secure uh, and all that good jazz. So you require that level of, of CPU power to, to ensure it's, it's encryption and so forth. So there, there's that part of it. And just as a as a, as a other point here as well, uh, prices of Bitcoin, <laughs> because God knows I, I love this so much. All right. So you may recall uh, a Bitcoin day in El Salvador. It opened at $52,350, right? Yeah. And that was on September 8th, and it closed at $46,270. Now, last week on the 15th, it closed out at around $48,151. And wow. today, Simon, what do you think it is around today? And I checked this about an hour ago. What do you think it is, is closing around today?
1: It's a lot lower.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Forty three thousand three hundred and four dollars in a week. It dropped another five yeah, thousand dollars. Just keeps shopping
1: every time we talk about it. Right.
0: <laughs> I know. I should probably stop talking about it. Maybe it'll go down or you could buy short on it so that when as it drops, you make money as it drops.
1: Oh, oh gosh.
0: God. Yeah. I <laughs> Bitcoin, man. I you know, there are a lot of guys who, that, you know, that post about it all the time. But it's really cool. It's you can make a lot of money doing it. And, and I believe that but I don't know enough about it and I I could already tell it's just way too unstable to to be using that as a currency. That is just insane to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Louise, Yeah.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Well, Simon, let's get to your stuff. What do you got? You got anything related to, uh, to Bitcoin and and chips and stuff like that.
1: We do have a story about chips.
0: All right. Well, it's brilliant, man. Let's see what you got.
1: The chips that you eat this is one chip that you don't eat right you well don't. you you
0: wouldn't want to that is true
1: so this article from PC mag and it's an article that says chip industry may see overcapacity in 2023 really yeah so the great chip shortage could eventually morph into a chip making oversupply problem by 2023 mm. according to IDC which expects the supply chain to return to normal in mid-2020. 2022.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say we already yeah. missed that window.
1: Yeah. The industry will see a normalization and balance at the middle of 2022, with a potential for over overcapacity in 2023 as larger scale capacity expansions begin to come online towards the end of 2022. The research firm predicts. Indeed, major semiconductor makers, including Intel, TSMC, and Samsung, has all boosted investments in expanding chip capacity amid the current shortage Hmm. at the same time the u.s government wants to spur more domestic chip manufacturing with billions in potential funding the big question is which sectors will see the semiconductor supplies improve to the point of overcapacity current shortage have ensnared a wide range of products including pcs graphic cards Video game consoles, in addition to cars, smartphones, and smart home devices. Yeah. I mean, IDC didn't immediately respond to a request for comment, but the research firm expects the semiconductor shortage to ease through this year's fourth quarter as more capacity is added. In the meantime, existing factories are completely booked.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. So, well, basically, if not everyone's too speed up right now, so there's a chip shortage right now. Um, so there's you know products that are really hard to get mm-hmm. namely you know name, game consoles sometimes even graphics card takes time to get you mean like uh, the ps5 yeah <laughs> Oh, you know, computers some computers like shipping times are a lot longer now right than right. what they're supposed to be uh that's because there's a chip shortage you know due to the pandemic for uh, sure for sure that caused a lot of Supply chain issues, but you know they're estimating that by 2023 there'll be a lot more chips than, you know, they can actually sell, you know, or they'll be a, there'll be a lot more in storage. You know, people are not buying it because they might have bought a lot more and they don't need
0: it. Well, I, yeah, that it's interesting. I mean, obviously we have a shortage, so I would imagine yeah, manufacturers are going to probably try to overcompensate. That's a Mm -hmm. possibility, but by the same token, they could easily just maintain the level of supply that they're producing at maybe up a little bit Mm -hmm. to kind of help ease some of the demand. But at that point, they're going to reach a tipping point. It's not, it's it's going to be, they're going to know, I mean, they're going to feel it when, you know, they finally have like supply and demand, met at the same time as yeah. opposed to being the demand still so overwhelming but the the supply not there We're you know and eventually they're going to see this tip point. they're going to feel it and i would think at that point they could just pull back on on their their production and just go oh yeah hey we need to slow this down a bit so we're not left with this high inventory and then losing all this money because yeah. supply is now greater than demand so they got to start selling the chips for cheap which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing for us the consumer if we want to get new chips and so forth You know, in 2023, but still, I can't imagine why they would make an effort to overproduce. I mean, I it, it, I I I didn't quite catch it. Were there numbers that they predicted as to how how much of a uh, overproduction there would be, or is it just they're merely speculating?
1: It's a speculation.
0: The speculation. Yeah, Yeah. I I'd imagine it. I I don't wholly agree. I think there will be, but I don't think it's going to be as as big a supply glut as they think it might be. I think I think if there is gonna be one, it's gonna be very slight, we're not gonna see any big differences in the prices. I think we'll
1: know is the way we'll know is if you're able to get a PS five by then, then we're good. <laughs> we're good.
0: <laughs> we're, we're I got a PS
1: five in a month, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh wow, or the, the chip supply <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: or the day of,
0: right? Yeah. Oh my god.
1: I just exactly. you just go to like a Best Buy and just pick one. If you could pick one off the shelf, you know, easily, right. then you know the you supply just, chain of chips are getting wait, back to the they used to be.
0: <laughs> this isn't the, the display model, but this is an actual brand new PS5. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, yeah. I just came off it. that truck,
1: just came just go off after that truck. <laughs> don't go, don't go after that truck <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Get a whole bunch selling on eBay, just like everybody else is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> pretty much everyone did. So, I'm thinking, you know, hopefully by 2023, everything will be better.
0: I I would imagine so I imagine by 2022 mm. it would frankly it'd be a lot better especially when they hit that tipping point of where supply and demand are pretty much in, in the same ballpark. Yeah. Well, we don't
1: know if it will it be 2022. So well, well
0: if, if they're saying 2023 is 2021 now, I mean I'll give you three guesses where that's going to go. But you know, lot <laughs> of averages. I I would say but but still you know, I I would be surprised if there was like a big glut of of chips. I I would be shocked by that. I mean, it, I mean, that, that I mean, it would be I mean, it would be astonishing that they can get the raw resources to pull that off, especially in light of all the, the Bitcoin mining I was talking about earlier, because that takes up a lot of chips to a lot of e-waste and all that stuff that they got to, you know, find, recycle or if they're able to recycle that and the recycling for for e-waste, frankly, isn't that high. It's like less than 20 percent. And that's in countries like ours versus like uh, some of the poorer countries that do this where they don't even have an e-waste program at all so it it, yeah so it it, it's i don't know i don't know i i'm i'm hoping that the the if this trend is right then i would say that that the manufacturers should see roughly when supply and demand are being met at roughly the same time and they could pull back the production just a little bit so they're not going to have a big heavy inventory when all said and done going into 2023 that that'd be that'd be the way they should do it but Granted, about the same token, they could, you know, put some money out there, gather all this e waste that's in all these other places, other countries, and whatnot, and just recycle that stuff instead of having to, uh, to raw for you know, mine for more raw resources to get the chips made. You know,
1: we shall see.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll,
1: we'll blink our eye on 2023, we'll be here very soon. We're already, ah! we're already halfway 2021, so
0: yeah, I know, but let's not blink too hard to skip 2022 necessarily. It's uh, a, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <laughs> want right. to enjoy
0: every year that's coming to me, damn it, so yeah.
1: All right, let's move on to the next story, shall All we? Right,
0: what is next, my friend? What is next?
1: All right. So if you have not heard about the Fortnite result with Apple, uh, basically they lost. Oh, uh, my God. I'm sure. Uh, so now this is a article from MacRumors. So Apple won't allow Fortnite back in the App Store until legal battle ends due to Epic's uh, duplicitous conduct. Ooh,
0: duplicitous, that's a nice word. Apple
1: has no plans to allow Fortnite to return to the App Store in the near future. Apple's lawyers told Epic lawyers, (laughs) lawyers versus lawyers.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you what they said. I got two words for you, buddy.
1: (laughs) No, that's what they said this week to them. Right, yeah. (laughs) So further, Apple does not plan to consider requests for the reinstatement of Epic Games developer account until the court's judgment is final and non-appealable. That makes sense. A process that could span years. Oh, good Oof, Lord. God, no. Apple provided this information to Epic Games after Epic CEO Tim Sweeney emailed Phil's, Apple's Phil Schiller and asked for Epic Games developer account to be reinstated. Sweeney said that Epic would adhere to Apple's guidelines whenever and wherever products were released on Apple's platform, but he went out to explain that Epic would only reinstate Fortnite if Apple adheres to the plain language of the core order. And allows apps to include buttons and external links. Hmm. That was part of the um, right, right the the ruling or something like that. Right. So and then Tim Tim Sweeney, uh, tweeted this out. I'm just gonna read the the tweet and then he tweeted out the the actual email from Phil Schiller from Apple. But he basically says, "Quote: Apple lied. Apple spent a year telling the world the court." And the press they welcome Epic's return to the app store if they agree to play by the same rules as everyone else. Epic agreed, and now Apple has re engaged another abuse of its monopoly power over a billion users. Just last week, Epic agreed with Apple that we would play by the same rules as everyone else. Hmm. And then he basically you'll see like this giant email from Tim Sweeney to Phil Schiller. We should zoom in and read it.
0: No, we shouldn't do that. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> As was out- Now back to the article This is the uh, author The author from the article As was outlined earlier this month The judge overseeing the case ruled that Apple must allow developers To provide links to external payment methods Alongside in-app purchases If developers want to do so Apple has until December 30 30- Has until December To implement the court's terms And the company has not yet decided If it will appeal the decision Nor has it provided details On how the court's Metadata buttons, external links, or any other call to actions to direct purchase mechanism will be interrupted, interpreted, and enacted. Hmm. So, yeah, basically, long story short is like Apple still say no to Epic. You can't come back. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's like a giant.
0: It's like a bad boyfriend oh, yeah. girlfriend fight. And they're just just not talking yeah. to each other. Just uh, <laughs> this, this whole
1: thing is all messy. It always comes down to one thing only, money. Money, mm-hmm. always it's about. All, money. It's always about the money. So
0: yeah, yeah, and and the and God knows both companies just don't have enough. Just yeah. don't have enough. I mean, Apple's yeah. like valued of what around true two, two trillion dollars. I don't know. And yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I remember reporting about that like sometime last year that they were hit, they had hit that number. So it's probably a bit more by now. I, I wager, but uh, yeah, I would imagine Echom Games. Yeah, they, they're. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of money being fought by a couple of, frankly, a couple of groups that just have far too much money for their own good, and arguably the consumer is going to get screwed out of this. But I mean, I know the Fortnite is still out there, still being played, and you can still yeah get skins and other promotions and all that really good stuff so that's still a possibility you know but you just can't do it through the apple store or whatever and, and i don't know if that's necessarily going to hurt anybody but i don't know i
1: don't know i don't know i don't I know say. i mean if it doesn't hurt anybody why would you know you no know, there'll be lawsuits to apple well right, right. And, 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 but i mean the real question is, i mean like, they, is the Fortnite could just easily like oh no we're not gonna work with apple anymore we're just gonna pull this from the app store and stuff like that and then they didn't need to go after them, you know.
0: Well, that well, well, see, the problem was that they did it while they were still in the app store itself. That was part of the problem, yeah. and that's why they got sued breach of contract and all that. So, I totally get that. And Apple was yeah. well within the right to do it. I, I'll grant that. So, they, they
1: lose a so Epic, you know, they lose a big fortune of money because, you know, oh, yeah, they did. That. Oh, no, no, yeah, they, I totally mean, they wouldn't have to sue if they, you know, didn't really need that money or want that money. So,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. greed is good, as uh, was said during the 80s and whatnot. And that's uh, what they're shooting at here, I would imagine. You know, and, and you know, God forbid if, uh, you know, if, if uh, Apple does finally win and, you know, no more appeals, that's it. They're done and whatnot. I can only imagine that if they chose to sue for damages or something along those lines and how screwed they'd be. You know, the, you know, what kind of dollar amount would actually come out of that, out of Epic's pocket? Yeah. To which then of course, you know, you know, the, the consumers are gonna have to cover that that you know that dime, which is always a fun time, and yeah. you know what a big waste of time
1: and money that was. Yeah. But by the same no, token, we didn't we didn't ask you to sue them. Don't take our money, you yeah, know. Yeah, right. We exactly. have
0: to pay? Yeah, pay, pay your damn self. Exactly. Yeah. Nuts, no, yeah, money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys have the cash, yeah. not us.
0: Yeah, but I mean it it's it's but by the same token, I see Epic's viewpoint in that there is some sort of monopolistic. power going on here if they're not allowing other methods of payment but you know epic it did try to circumvent this and that's actually what brought the whole thing in the first place now whether epic is right or not that's that's basically the debatable part of the whole thing I mean I'm inclined to agree with with epic on this but they did breach contract and that's why yeah and why that's why they're being sued so it's (sighs) yeah. yeah
1: let's move on to the next story if we could only
0: get like 1% of all the money getting thrown around, man, that would be grand.
1: <laughs> Just 1%. Yeah. That's all that. Instead of us throwing out the money at the Right, right? Exactly. <laughs> the, exactly. Instead of the other way around.
0: Ooh, that's a new skin. I want to pay $8 for that. Anyways, and our next story, good sir. What is our next all story? All right,
1: let's end the story with some good news for change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I always say that Roku is one of my favorite streaming devices. because It is,
0: because you are always all over that.
1: Yeah, because it's... Just as good, almost just as good as Apple TV, All right. but it costs the major plus is that it costs less than an Apple TV. Woohoo. You get almost the exact same features, just a little different interface. But, right, so Roku launches a 4K streaming stick with long range Wi Fi. So, two versions will be offered. This is an article from PC Mag with a 4K plus option, including the recharging. Let me read that again. <laughs> two versions will be offered. Okay, One is with a 4K plus option that includes a rechargeable Roku voice remote pro. So it's like a it's a voice remote.
0: Right. That sounds cool.
1: Yeah. Which is the current one does not have that. So Roku today unveiled a new 4K streaming stick that promises to offer a faster user experience as well as quicker access to your home Wi-Fi. The new streaming device is called Roku Streaming Stick 4K, but Roku is offering two different versions. The base model features a redesigned stick meant to hide behind your TV in a HDMI port while offering 4K streaming with support for Adobe Vision, HDR10+. The long-range Wi-Fi 802.11ac MIMO dual band offers up to two times faster connection according to Roku. Mm. The included remote allows you to access content with voice commands using Alexa or Google Assistant, but also offers the ability to power your TV on and off, change the volume level or mute the sound, removing the need to use two remotes. Hmm. The faster experience and smoother streaming is possible thanks to a new quad-core processor. Roku claim is 30% faster than previous sticks. Ooh, cool. The other version of the new stick is called Roku Streaming Stick 4K+. Plus. Okay, the one thing I don't like is their naming conventions. <laughs> it's a streaming stick of 4K. Yeah, yeah. it's the same streaming stick <laughs> hardware, but Roku Art upgraded the included re- the included remote to the Voice Remote Pro, which uses a rechargeable battery and, and a voice-activated lost remote finder. Other features include TV controls, personal shortcuts, private listening, and hands-free and push-to-talk Roku voice support.
0: Roku, no. where are
1: you? The right, Roku Streaming Stick 4K is set to launch on October 14th for 49.99, while the 4K plus version launches on October 17th. Well, that's day on my birthday. Hey. For $69.99.
0: I know I'm not getting that for your birthday. It's I, don't okay. you. I don't I don't love you that much. I, like I don't need you. it. Okay. Gotcha. Right. I don't
1: need it, you prick. All right. <laughs>
0: hey now. Hey now. Hey. Both now. Both no, don't version. Don't even beat you with a streaming yeah. stick, man.
1: <laughs> Both version of the stick can be pre-ordered now, which includes free shipping and thirty-day money-back guarantee. Roku is also offering a thirty-day free trial of Discovery Plus with your purchase. Usually it costs four ninety-nine per month. So,
0: nice.
1: hey, you guys looking for a mid-range kind of a st- friendly, affordable streaming uh, device, then? I will say Roku is one of the best. Um I was hopefully they've fixed some of the one of the issues that I had with the Roku streaming stick is that if you place the streaming stick in right behind the TV which most likely you will be doing
0: right yeah it's usually work, and then
1: you 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 know you place it very close to the TV it has a tendency to overheat it mm-hmm. so then it automatically shuts down like I noticed this like after 4 hours of continuous streaming with the roku stick that i have the the thing that they did was they offered a for you to plug in a hdmi extender so you can actually order one free from their website and they send it to you so you plug in your streaming stick to the extender and they plug the extender to your tv so it's kind of like dangling outside you know it doesn't really look very nice so hopefully they fix more of the uh overheating issue that the previous version was having so
0: yeah it sounds like it ought to come with like a small internal fan and or a uh, heat sink of some
1: there's kind. no fan in it
0: well obviously now what yeah. i'm saying redesign go for the go for the fan and maybe a heat sink to go in there too just kind of help i cool doubt it you no.
1: know these things can't have fans or heat sink
0: like well it's not possible it sounds like you just need a longer streaming stick
1: <laughs> i don't Big know maybe stick. maybe that processor's more efficient well so it won't cause I, heating uh, issues. Well, if
0: it's that much faster, it's going to generate more heat regardless. But it, it, unless by design is made to be cooler, you know, maybe it's got a heat sink of its own that's attached to the top of it. So possibly. Some,
1: I mean, but it's the only way we'll find out if someone tries it. Right. So,
0: right. Right. Um, I'm not getting it for your birthday.
1: I'm not asking you to. <laughs> all right. You know, you still watch TV using freaking antennas on your roof
0: sometimes thank mm-hmm. you very much we like to watch the you know the local news thank you very much yeah. oh my god oh my god yeah
1: yeah yeah you can watch the local news on your phone now you know that right I you can watch mean, on your computer
0: no dude man i want to sit down have dinner with my wife and watch the news and that's what i do yeah
1: I need to again. watch it on my phone man yeah or you could just turn on the ABC whatever app that you use for local news. They have it.
0: Oh God, I really need to get off my phone. So that's why I watch the TV instead. Yeah, that's that's just the way I do. it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't man, mind me. I, I my need to, own I need way. to
1: get off from my small screen and look at a bigger screen. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. man, the Wait, detail is
0: so much better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, I'll say, um, yeah, Roku. Definitely one of the better platforms, you mm. know, but would you guys work with YouTube TV, get that settlement, like, yes. work on that deal. You guys are yes. still not, you guys are still bickering about that. I, I you know, know,
0: that that's <laughs> going to take a while. You know, a lot of money getting thrown at each other to figure it out. It's it's going to work itself out.
1: Report that like, well, back in like just gonna have to May or July or June or I, something like that. It was I don't still, know. It was, it it was it's still not bad. resolved.
0: <laughs> well, of course it's still not resolved. It could take up to a couple of <laughs> years, I bet, if they really try to hammer it out right. But. Yeah. By that time, it might not even matter. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, but whatever. it's just
1: funny. I mean, it's like it's like it's like oh, they still haven't resolved it yet. Well, of course, they
0: haven't resolved it yet. Come on, it's like it's like Epic Games and Apple. That's gonna take years to resolve. Yeah. Same with this one. This is gonna take a while. To show. hopefully, I would hope maybe by years then they might have it figured out at least in time for Christmas, if nothing else. But who knows?
1: Who knows? Who knows? Bunch of lawyers. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Money, 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 more money, 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 more, more, more money, money, money,
0: more. Yeah,
1: it's pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. You just summarize how our country works. Pretty much,
0: yes. Welcome to capitalism. Please enjoy your stay. Exactly. Exactly.
1: All right, everybody. Well, that does it for this week's episode. Yay! If you like this video or any other videos that we've been making, please make sure to hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification button so you get notified when we go live, when we got new videos. If you like our podcast, we want to thank you for listening. If there's a way you can leave a review in your favorite podcasting app, please do so.
0: Or if, you're, if we're not on your favorite podcasting app, but you like watching us here on YouTube, let us know what that podcasting app is and we'll gladly hook ourselves up to it and so forth. Uh, definitely come and visit our website at Uh You can learn more about us. You can see links to all of our reviews and all of our bike casts and all the good stuff that we do just for you.
1: Yep, absolutely. But until next time, we will see you in the next episode.
0: Absolutely. Take care and thanks for joining us today.
1: Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>